Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, aged care outbreak, a centre in Sydney in lockdown after a doctor tested positive to COVID-19. Victoria waiting until 70% first dose vaccinations to get a roadmap out of lockdown. And one new COVID infection in Queensland, will it affect the southeast lockdown? This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A Sydney aged care home has been forced into lockdown after a doctor at Newmarch House in Kingswood tested positive to COVID. 19 people died with the disease during the first outbreak at the facility last year. It comes as the state recorded its lowest number of community infections in more than two weeks. If we're flattening the curve, we've just had a weekend that can mess up with how many people get tested that there may be a factor of the weather in terms of influencing whether people get tested or not. New South Wales is expected to hit 80% first dose vaccinations today with the target of 70% double dose less than a month away. 17 Paralympians returning from Tokyo have become the first to trial a home quarantine program. New South Wales Health confirmed the group were granted exemptions to undergo their 14-day isolation periods at home. Dual gold medalists Madison Di Rosario and her coach Louise Sauvage are among those trialling the program. Victorians will be given their roadmap out of lockdown in the coming days. The state government is in the final stages of putting together a pathway to the easing of restrictions set to be announced on Sunday. There'll be a map that talks about what we're going to do in the rest of September, what we're going to do in October, what we're going to do in November. I will have more to say about schools, more to say about um, social gatherings, more to say about the economy in all of its different sectors. All of that will be out there on Sunday. The state is on track to hit 70% first-dose vaccinations on Friday, with healthcare workers and Victorian racing staff now facing no-jab, no-job policies. Jockeys, stable staff, stewards and all other workers must have their first dose by October 16. The Queensland Government is pushing for school students to get vaccinated, with 9,000 jabs already administered to children aged 12 to 15 since they became eligible on Monday. It comes as a state recorded one new locally acquired COVID infection, a 15-year-old girl from St Thomas More College already in home isolation. Australia has been praised for its strong financial response to the pandemic in the first OECD economic survey in nearly two years. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is live in Canberra for us now. Good morning, Taylor. The full report's being released today. What will it tell us? 
Jody, this report is set to show that Australia has weathered this latest economic downturn from COVID-19, but the recovery will be likely slower than first anticipated. The OECD warns that the economy will contract in the third quarter before restrictions are eased in line with vaccination rates. But the recovery will likely be more gradual due to higher rates of community transmission of the virus, with the recovery also hinging on the possibility of further lockdown or delays in the vaccine rollout. The OECD has also warned Australia remains vulnerable to economic shocks, including trade disputes with China, decline in demand for fossil fuels and carbon tariffs imposed by trading partners. They have also called for Australia to consider less conventional monetary policy, fearing that Australians are being taxed too much and a change would turbocharge the recovery, including raising employment benefits, unemployment benefits and greater investment and incentives for low emissions technologies. Australia's climate policy is also set to be on the world stage come November when Australia attends the World Climate Summit in Glasgow with Scott Morrison under pressure from all angles to do more. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. Voluntary assisted dying laws are expected to pass in Queensland's parliament on Thursday. As many as nine Liberal National Party members will support the bill proposed by the state's Labor Party. Opposition leader David Crisofulli remains opposed to the controversial bill, saying the legislation is flawed. Queensland's Integrity Commissioner has sensationally complained that her independence has been undermined. Nicola Stepanov, who is responsible for ensuring the integrity of MPs, is reportedly claiming the Public Service Commission has interfered with her ability to perform her duties. It's understood she's raised concerns about being stripped of staff and the authorised destruction of public records. Police have released body cam footage of the horrific attack on two female officers in Sydney this week. In court, the man claimed to have no recollection of the incident. A magistrate ruled that he poses a serious danger to the community. 43-year-old Alexander Vrechkov from Yaguna will remain behind bars for now. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will travel to Washington next week for high-level talks with the US President and other world leaders. Joe Biden has listed COVID, the climate crisis, cyberspace and the Indo-Pacific as the main topics on the agenda. There's just a few bits of static in the relationship at the moment that I think a face-to-face visit, uh, very timely and, and very helpful, I think, to Australia's relationship with the United States. Scott Morrison will quarantine for two weeks when he returns. Quade Cooper's stunning return to the Wallabies may have done more than just revive his international rugby career. Under changes to immigration rules, the pathway to citizenship will be streamlined for talented, aspiring Australians. Cooper moved to Australia from New Zealand when he was 13 and has been rejected for citizenship four times. Probably without playing, playing that game, it, it may not have, um, have been able to come to fruition. ACDC lead guitarist Angus Young could also be among the first to qualify. A man has been injured after he became trapped in an overturned mobile crane in Sydney's northwest. Firefighters freed the crane driver from its basket on Kissing Point Road in Irmington. The man in his 40s was taken to hospital in a stable condition with head and leg injuries and back pain. 
Tech giant Apple has unveiled its latest line of devices, headlined by the iPhone 13. The next generation iPhone boasts bigger sensors on the camera, meaning better low-light shots. It also comes in five different colours, while the Apple Watch 7, with a bigger screen, has been touted as having the best durability of all previous models. If you've ever wondered what it's like to be in jail, well, you could get your chance with plans to repurpose some of the most historic prisons in New South Wales. The government's looking at turning certain lock-ups into restaurants, breweries or even hotels. A sort of B&B where the breakfast is porridge. Unbolting Berrima Jail, the mothball prison first opened in the mid-1800s. Cells long since vacated, leaving a now unused slice of the state's penal history. Not only the history of it, it's all the people that have been through the, the gates as inmates. Disgraced policeman Roger Rogerson was one, along with former prisons minister Rex Jackson. Very colourful people, bush rangers, I've counted up to 37 so far. Now it's one of four old jails to be given new jobs. Grafton goes from housing hardened criminals to offering health services. A similar change at Barwarina with Ivanhoe Prison converted to accommodation for minors. We want to unlock the jails for a new tomorrow, a new life for those jails. As for Berrimer, being so close to Sydney, maybe a boutique hotel to get away from it all and escape to a jail. Other proposed uses are exciting locals. I would mention of it being a brewery. I think that'll be great being right next to the pub and set up some lines and, and roll the kegs down to the pub. A shared space though, it's said to be haunted. Back in the 1840s there were six hangings here. Uh, and they were all for murder. After consultation with local councils, the government will seek expressions of interest. Chris Ma, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading lower. The Nasdaq is down. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords was up slightly, as was the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,808 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 70 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.25 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. Queensland police are closing in on suspects in the murder investigation of Mackay mother Renee Lattimore. The 31-year-old went missing in August. Her body was discovered in bushland on a large property near Mackay. Her sister Katie making an emotional plea for answers to how she died. I suspect them that when we find out what has happened to her, things will really, really hit home. Anyone with information is being urged to come forward. Heavy rains have fallen in Texas and Louisiana as Tropical Storm Nicholas strengthened into a hurricane. The storm left 300,000 homes and businesses without power when it made landfall. The slow-moving system is expected to dump up to 50 centimetres of rain on the US Gulf Coast. Nicholas is the second hurricane in recent weeks to threaten the region. Pope Vladimir Putin has gone into isolation following a COVID outbreak within his entourage. The Russian president has tested negative, according to a Kremlin spokesperson, but will pause all in-person meetings and public duties. It comes a day after he met with Syrian leader Bashar al-Assad. A blood test that may detect 50 types of cancer before symptoms appear is being trialled in the UK. It's the biggest study of its kind in the world, with the potential to save thousands of lives each year. 
A shopping centre car park in northwest England, the unlikely setting for one of the world's biggest clinical trials. It might help other people and who knows, it might even help me. A blood test that works by finding tiny traces of DNA leaked from tumours into the bloodstream, a warning of future disease. It allows us, hopefully, to then identify cancers at a much earlier stage when people have a much better chance of making a full recovery and treatment is much easier. Cancers difficult to detect early include those in the neck, lung, pancreas and stomach. Lung cancer is one of the leading causes of death in Australia. National screening programs are currently only available for breast, bowel and cervical cancers. The UK's trial of this blood test will initially involve 140,000 volunteers aged 50 to 77. If successful, the country's National Health Service will expand it to a million people by 2024. Some believe it doesn't go far enough. 31-year-old Kelly Smith died from bowel cancer last year. It's only a game changer if that testing is available to a wider group of people than those over 50. To increase every patient's chance of survival. In London, Sarah Greenolch, 7 News. An artist is inspiring locals in her Melbourne neighbourhood with a marathon effort to keep them smiling. Every day she puts a different chalkboard drawing with messages outside her home, giving people signs of hope. A nurse, Goldwiz, is on a walk after a gruelling night shift. This chalkboard with its simple welcoming message hits home. I am tired, emotionally and physically exhausted, but when I stop here and I think these people were thinking about us, I just want to cry. The artist equally overwhelmed. I feel quite humbled that this little old board is bringing some happiness to so many people. Thank you for the hard work that you do in the hospitals. Virtually every day of Victoria's lockdowns, Chrissy has drawn and written messages on both sides of a chalkboard outside her home, some 440 separate images, now a part of locals' daily routines. It's really just given us something to look forward to every day. It's a little sunshine in the day. Can't see my family or friends. And now I have my community friends and that's what keeps my husband Michael and I going. She lost her job in hospitality at the start of the first lockdown. This initially to ease her pain. I don't know what I expected it to do. It was about me, but now it's about them. And for them, it's inspiration every single day. Nick McCallum, 7 News. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. In sport, Trent Cochin has stepped down as Richmond's captain after nine years and three premierships. The 31-year-old is the Tigers' longest-serving skipper and will hand over the mantle for what could be the final year of his career in 2022. And either Demons champion Gary Lyon or Bulldogs legend Chris Grant will present the Premiership Cup to the winner of the grand final. Sam Verrills will miss the Roosters' next two games after failing to beat his ban at the NRL judiciary. The 22-year-old hooker will miss Friday's knockout final against Manly for his high hit. Verrills could return if the Roosters make the grand final. Queensland legend Billy Slater has reportedly been offered a three-year deal to coach the Maroons in State of Origin. And the Bulldogs have sacked Lachlan Lewis after he allegedly stole club speakers and tried to sell them online. Cristiano Ronaldo's reunion at Manchester United hit its first hurdle in his first Champions League game for the club in 12 years. In his record equaling 177th match in the competition, Ronaldo celebrated by opening the scoring against Swiss club Young Boys. But the underdogs mounted a fairy tale comeback, seizing on a horror United mistake. Young boys winning 2-1. Heartbreak for Australia's surfers at the WSL finals in California with all three missing out on a world title. An emotional Sally Fitzgibbons came closest of the Aussie contingent, knocked out in the semi-final by Tatiana Weston-Webb. There's just so many people at home. They've woken up at two in the morning. They're there on the couch. they got... Um, yeah, they're just right behind me and I love them and I miss them so much. Steph Gilmore wasn't able to win a record-breaking eighth world title, knocked out in the opening heat. Morgan Sibilic also wasn't able to progress beyond the first heat for the men. The road to the Everest, Sydney's $15 million sprint race, begins in earnest at Randwick on Saturday. Early favourites Nature Strip and Masked Crusader are among the nominations for the shorts, which shapes as an Everest preview. Last year's winner, Classic Legend, is plotting a different path to the world's richest race on turf after returning from a stint in Hong Kong. The Premier Stakes would likely be his lead-up race and then uh, into the Everest for another crack at the big race. It's just shaping up like a mouth-watering clash of sprinters and we're going to see them step out soon. Karen McAvoy has won three of the four editions of the Everest, which is just over a month away. Hollywood heavyweight Sylvester Stallone is putting some of his movie memorabilia up for auction. Nearly 500 items from Stallone's personal archives are being sold, including costumes, props and movie scripts from the actor's biggest films. Some of the big-ticket items include Stallone's boxing gloves from Rocky III, Rambo's headband and collection of knives are also going under the hammer. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, cold, unstable southerly winds will bring gusty showers and a few storms to eastern New South Wales. A trough is producing patchy rain and storms over the interior, mainly in northern South Australia. 
Sunny in Brisbane today, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Showers and 18 in Sydney, early frost and 15 in Canberra. Mostly sunny heading for 16 in Melbourne, partly cloudy, 14 the top in Hobart. Partly cloudy, 20 degrees in Adelaide. Showers increasing in Perth, heading for 21 and 33 with possible showers in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday the 15th of September.